When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. that we had Steven Seagal on vacation with us to cook for us like Casey Ryback does because the barbecue around here this vacation has been quite abhorrent. Would you like some steaks, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't have all the time in the world to cook for you fat fucks. That's too much cooking. (laughs) Oh, man. That is is a great impression, and I love whenever Chris Cavan graces us with it, including when he uh, whipped it out a lot. Uh, at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina earlier this year, where we were indeed talking underseas, which is uh, what you're about to listen to. Yeah, we, we, we flew in from Hawaii to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be making some conch. I'm going to be making some uh, mahi-mahi. That's what I'm going to be making from you fellas. Oh, my God. The, 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 the bouillabaisse that, that, that Casey oh. Rybeck would cook for you is nearly as good as the savings on Patreon.com slash WeHateMovies, where you can get over 550 hours of in-studio content from the We Hate Movies boys. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot afford not to get this stuff. There's a brand new We Love Movies episode on RoboCop. That's oh, right, those man. Patreon offerings don't stop in August just because there's live episodes on the main feed. We've got bonus shows. We got Melro. We got Glee Glossary. We got it all. We got uh, a new episode of Once in a Lifetime. That's Indeed. right. Uh, with the return of Eric Roberts, not as Dr. Beck, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that Sad movie story. is the wrong roommate. Indeed. And he is somehow not the roommate that would be wrong. <laughs> no. I think his name is Floyd, which is just yeah. fantastic. His name's Good, Floyd, good pull, dude. And he's a professor of art. And you're going to love that uh, that episode, especially if you love scorpion paintings. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm selling my scorpion paintings on the TV, and there's no crummy crummies involved. <laughs> Let me ask you something. How did you not get me into Under Siege, Dan? I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be in the crew. Usually Tommy Lee Jones passes and I get the scraps. This time he didn't pass. He's Man. got a hit he's got a hit finder, he does. That, <laughs> that nose of his, he's got it. Shit, man. I don't know. Eric Robertson under siege, that would be pretty fucking cool. Absolutely. It would be awesome. Yeah. And as fine as I think he is in part two, how about him instead of Eric Bogosian? Let's swap out Bogosian. Absolutely. Or swap out Eric's, I should say. Mm. Yeah. 
Eric swap. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Pass me around like a party favor. Absolutely, dude, which is what we were doing in Charlotte, North Carolina, when we were there earlier this year, talking Under Siege live at the Comedy Zone, which we present to you right now. Enjoy. North Carolina, what is happening? Hi, everybody. How are you? Did How I, are you all doing? Did anyone here fly in from Hawaii today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do the podcast. I'm, I'm just a lowly cook. How could I do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. How could I? He kind of gets off on it in this movie a little bit. He's like kind of a pain pig. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm just a little cook. <laughs> oh, don't mind I... me. Oh, I'm just a little cook. Ooh, Ooh I couldn't do anything. Ooh. He's actually a special forces podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know that I was the one who first tried to kill Noriega. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Charlotte. How are you doing this fine evening? Oh, Charlotte, my. the home of uh, Jodeci and Billy Graham. Quite a, quite a <laughs> partnership there. Solid one-two punch yeah, yeah, of personalities there, yeah. if you ask me. The fi- and one, one day will be the final resting place of Muggsy Bogues. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's going to be One day, a long time a from long, now. What the fuck's the matter with you? Oh, a very long time from now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, we are so excited to finally be doing this show. Thank yeah. you so much for coming out. <laughs> Thank you all, of course, for doing your part this evening and getting fucking vaccinated. We very much appreciate that as well. Uh, It's great to be back on the road again. We're going to see what the hell happens. Let's give it a shot. You ready? Sure. Here we go. My name is Andrew Jupin. I'm Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. And we are We Hate Movies from New York City. How y'all doing this evening? All righty-roo. Now, quick question, a quick cue for the room here. Uh, just in case uh, anyone was sort of blindfolded into coming here, you're on a, a really bad first date. It's about to get a whole lot worse. Happens a lot. Real quick cue. Uh, how many folks are familiar with the show we run on the internet? All right. Thank you. So if you're one of those poor, unfortunate souls that does not know what you're in for, uh, we're a comedy podcast where we take a movie or a television show or whatever the hell we feel like doing and kind of just make fun of it for a little bit. Uh, So the motion picture in question this evening is Under Siege from the Year of Our Lord, 1992, directed by Andrew Davis, who I think this guy... His filmography, if you look at it, he's like patient zero for the dad for noon genre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Let's take a look at this shit. You ready for this? Ready for this? Code of Silence, so it's a Chuck Norris movie right yeah, out the yeah, gate. Yeah. Okay. Above the Law, his first outing with Steven Seagal. Another Someone, good one. Where, where's your Above the Law tattoo? Who just freaked <laughs> out about that? <laughs> Fuck yeah! 
Uh, let's we got the package. Gene Hackman. And, and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, quite a dad for Pam now. Greer, John Hurd, and Dennis Franz. That's a cast to beat the band. It you is need the package. Least, you need at least three kids to watch any of those movies. <laughs> three, not two. Then you got this, uh-huh. Under Siege, right? And then, this is the mother of them all, ladies and gentlemen, The Fugitive. The King. Okay. Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves where he... He outruns like a shockwave on a motorcycle or something? Yeah, something like that. We'll loop back to that one in a little while. One day. Uh, collateral with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Collateral damage, not collateral. Collateral damage, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to hire you to be my cab driver. Yeah, you're going to drive go, me around. Yeah, I'm going to go around breaking necks. What yep. are you doing? What's that wolf doing in the road? Drive around it. You know, I won't say better movie, but I will say interesting motion picture. I do like how uh, our lives have taken a turn where we get applauded for talking, for just saying The Fugitive. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just, like we made it. It's like a little movie called The Fugitive? You, wait. Wait. You don't do that like in public? No. Like, if anybody says The Fugitive, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. It's yeah, fantastic. you know it. Uh, oh, and then the other one that nobody saw was The Guardian. Oh, Remember right. that with Costner no. and Kutcher? Also, yes. a dad, I've seen it. It's a dad for Nooner for sure. Oh, of course. It's an action movie revolving around the Coast Guard. And Kevin Costner. The Coast biggest, Guard school, I what think. They, what, are they, what are they fighting in that? Like seals? Yeah, they're, well, they're, su- they're <laughs> fighting the ocean, seals? Eric, uh, is what they're doing mostly, is fighting the Some ocean. Some mighty beast to it slay. Is quite, it's quite hard. Better movie, it's Under Siege, and instead of um, you know, Casey Ryback being a cook that mm. is actually a Navy SEAL, right. it's he's actually a SEAL. It's kind of like Chicken Boo. <laughs> he's just yeah. like a, a, a SEAL in a little chef's outfit. Oh, oh so you've never seen Andre. <laughs> no. That's what the... Uh, oh, is that how that... Yeah, is he, is he cooking for people <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? No. <laughs> it's like, uh, and I would like that without the blue cheese on it. <laughs> He's saying you can't order off the menu. <laughs> he said scrambles. These are over easy. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, how many of y'all saw this movie uh, either before or in anticipation of this fine show this evening? All right. I'm going to say it right now. This is, this is a pretty good movie, but I far prefer the remake. What? <laughs> Which is what? Oh, the uh, Captain Phillips. Uh, <laughs> I think Tom Hanks just has a handle on the role more. I think he just knows sure. what to do with it. But actually, if you flip that around, though, and then it was Seagal in like the terrorist role, right? Yeah. He could be, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, like that. Someone should like knock those cargo. Uh, pilots, dr- uh, no drivers. What Ship the cargo captains. captains. Yes. Yes. Nice. I just watched Under Siege. Knock him down a peg, but now I realize that is the plot of Captain Phillips. He gets knocked down a peg. Right? <laughs> a peg or two, as a matter of fact. This was a remake of the movie Die Hard. Yes. Uh, if anyone's That's ever true. seen That's that true. film, because uh, this movie certainly has. Original title for this movie, Boat Hard. Um. <laughs> well, originally it was Parish Difficult. Uh, <laughs> Well, but Boat Hard they couldn't use because that was already a previously titled pornographic oh, movie. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, Bo- yeah, yeah. Boat and Hard. Yeah. She's actually very good. Oh, is it good? Yeah. yeah. Just check it out. It's a recommend. It starred a Carl Hungus. <laughs> Pardon me? Yeah. He fixes the boat. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joke. I had no idea. I mean, the, the original t- the script, the original title was Dreadnought, which is a pretty badass title. It is. But this did have to fit into the Steven Seagal universe of Steven Seagal is... 
above the law. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh, see, sure. This was the best, and the fact that they strayed from it ruined his career. That Absolutely. And other things. Fire Down Below was the first one that didn't do that, and it completely fucked his entire career up. It even works for this movie. Steven Seagal is, is under siege. siege. No, but it would work for, for Fire Down Below. Excuse me. Now, wait a second, though. Steven Seagal is Fire Down Below. That just means he's really solid going downtown. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. He's on yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. fire yeah, going yeah. downtown. Well, right now, twist he's... in that movie gets gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I guess that title, everybody was like, oh, I don't believe it. Nah. Right now, he, he stars in Steven Seagal is not allowed in the United States. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's interesting now, right, is looking at this character that he made, you know, infamous, Casey Ryback, uh, and what Steven Seagal is now, both disgraced men obsessed with food. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that, I think, works out nicely for him. Did you know that he did, like, the, you remember when Jay Peterman buys the stories from uh, Kramer? Yeah. He's actually done that. No, he's buying, yeah. wait, he's buying stories or selling stories? Buying stories. Oh, really? From, like, all these, like, operators he knows. He, like, actually, like, somebody was, he was like, I want to buy, I want to buy your life rights. Yeah. And, gonna... and, he's like, and, and he was like, oh, to make a movie on me, that'd be great. And he's like, no, 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 just for the stories. But he's <laughs> a guy who's lived his life publicly for decades. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So wait, so he dialed zero on the phone. Uh-huh. Got, got a lady or a No, guy this was there. a friend of his who he just like... Like did. a CIA uh, operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You idiot. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so yeah, we're, it's a, uh, it is the captain's birthday. Um, oh, yeah. And we're throwing the in captain. a surprise party. Sure. I, I don't think surprise parties should be allowed in the military. How about that? How about <laughs> any, just, uh, any, any current or uh, former servicemen or women out there by any chance? Oh, oh good. cool. We, yes? so we, now we got it, right, sir. This is real quickly, wait, wait, wait. sir. No, I think, all right, yeah, yeah, we yeah, give a round of applause for this guy right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, sir. What's your name? Bill. Now, Bill, when you were in the military, are you still in the military? So when you were in the military, uh, surprise parties going on? <laughs> no, not a lot of surprise parties. I figured as much. All right. Usually those are like attacks before dawn, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a That's guy. the surprise party, yeah. exactly right. Let's yeah. have a surprise party for uh, Private Phillips in the grenade room. <laughs> I just, now, Bill, a lot of grenade rooms, rooms full of grenades. <laughs> I just don't think there should be many uh, surprise parties on boats. Yes. You know how you're like, never get on a stranger's boat? Mm. Never go to a party on a boat either, I yeah. would say. I know never get a on lot a of them. Never get on a stranger's battleship either. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's the, the eve of the captain's birthday. This is a real, like, remember that feeling when it was like the last week of school and everybody was fucking off and nobody cared? That's what's going on on this boat, <laughs> which is weird because what with the nuclear warheads all <laughs> yes, over the place, yep. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like there should be a scotch more attention to what's going on on the boat. That's it, just me. And it's funny because the captain makes a big deal like, ah, it's a birthday party of mine. It's, it's not really mine. It's for the boys. Yeah. And I'm like, it's yeah. literally the one day that's for you, man, <laughs> if you were to believe in such things. But like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I, I would just have a cheeseburger there, Casey. But uh, the boys love bouillabaisse. It's the boys that love the bouillabaisse. We we talk about fifty pounds of bouillabaisse 
like this is the 1990s what would you do kind of a scenario. <laughs> and, and what would I do not eat even anything that comes out of 50 pounds of bouillabaisse. Yeah. Let me ask you this though. You're on what would you oh what would you do? I'm confusing with wild and crazy kids. I okay. was about to ask you a question about Omar Gooding. Okay. But never mind. No, I'll just, yeah, just chuck that shit. Wild crazy cooks. Wild, 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 wild and crazy that cooks. That could have been an alternate title for this movie actually. Yeah. Well it would be wild and crazy cook but <laughs> singular. Still yes, kind of word. But his it crew is kind of cooks as well and they kind of mm. when he gets a team going towards the too, end. Too many cooks. Too, yeah, there's yeah. too many cooks yeah, yeah. actually at the end of the movie. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, yeah, so Gary Busey is kind of going around, like, making sure that everyone is, like, taking off, like, oh, it's the captain's birthday. Don't even look at those nuclear weapons. <laughs> Who needs to guard nuclear weapons on a birthday? <laughs> They'll be fine. This is in peacetime right now. <laughs> Listen, you're on the ocean. You're taking orders from me, Commander Creel, which is the name of a sea thing. <laughs> like yeah, a- I'm named after a delicious <laughs> shrimp that whales eat. <laughs> yeah. Commander Krill's a little Star Warsy too, right? It a little is. bit, yeah. you know. Big time. Just... Commander Krill, you've gone against the Empire. You've now <laughs> yep. been sentenced to death by exactly. lightsaber. I also kept on thinking of Krull all the time. Oh, oh Commander Krull! Right there, it's now, right oh my there. God. That's a motion picture. Gary Busey is Krull. Oh, <laughs> that would have been if, if only, right? I would totally. No. I will, Do you think he read for Han Solo? Probably. He probably did. He it was probably the seventies. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Never tell me they aren't. Get that fucking old man off my spaceship. <laughs> oh, it's a fast ship, asshole. Now, Gary, this is kind of supposed to be like a family film, man, and all the cursing's really turning me off. That Alec Guinness thinks he's hot shit, and he is not. Boy, do you really think he should be covered in blood the whole time? <laughs> so, yeah, we're organizing the surprise party is the idea. And, yeah, he's conveniently, like... Everybody get, you know, onto the, the mess deck for everything. And they go down to the, the, the kitchen, the galley, and Steven Zagal is ordered out. He refuses. He also has refused to put on his dress uniform because this is a guy, he's in the military, but he doesn't give a fuck. We're skipping over an important part. The president is upstairs. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. This movie is like, oh, you just missed the president. I'm like, I don't know. Did I? Like, why bother? <laughs> and for a stunning turn, it's not like just some guy. Yeah. It's fucking H.W. himself <laughs> is out there. Hey, Poppy, can we eat Casey Ryback's food? <laughs> no, we got to get back, dude. It's, it's 92. I'm still on campaign. Maybe I'll get a little pole boost for under siege. But, 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 Poppy, we heard his hot tomato water is the best. <laughs> Poppy's got Casey's kimchi. <laughs> oh, my God, the other guy's in my favorite movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think, I mean, it... Might have been a strategic thing. This movie comes out like right before the '92 election. Yes, I that's bet. not an accident. But to be fair, he didn't like. In case you didn't see it, George Bush didn't film scenes for this movie. No, it's like but it is. But, footage. It's, but it's also not like bogus news video it's footage. Good footage. It's yeah. glorious 35 millimeter. You're seeing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poppy in all his beauty. That fucking goblin Dick Cheney's like literally right. He's in the frame next to him. You see Barr, the whole thing. Very odd. Well, Give me a well, fake president well, any day. Well, well, Barr, I wasn't too happy with that Erica Laniac. Not too happy with the nudity. Didn't know I was going to be starring in a porno picture, Barr. Just call me Carl Hungus. Okay, they got the, they got the speech. That's great. Now, oh, now they got the Hooters. That's not. <laughs> no, I mean, don't you remember that uh, the wonderful speech in August that Bush gave? Where, the Republican Party is under siege. <laughs> yes. In theaters this July. I mean, oh. Oh, I God guess damn. history's doomed to repeat. Huh? <laughs> 
I mean, uh, there was all, there, there's a lot of rumors that he is CIA-backed. He has a lot of CIA sure. friends and all that shit. It does come up. I, you can't blame me. I'm just the cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was cooking when JFK got assassinated. <laughs> That's why we I don't, don't know, know that. that. Not the CIA director, just the lonely cook. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, Busey is pissed because he wants all of the sh- all the people in the me- in the chef's area in the mess deck, and Ryback isn't taking shit. We also, it's weird in this movie. Like Steven Seagal, it's weird to see him being like congenial with people. Like he's just like a nice guy. It's, like, it's but, disgusting. Oh, it's about, good, it's about good friend cue ball. Oh, hey cue ball. <laughs> Yo, cue ball, go, cue ball, go. Cue, cue ball's dancing, everyone. Let's watch. <laughs> Everybody stop what you're doing. Cue ball's doing the thing again. The amount of ink spilled in this script about cue ball, a character that does nothing. Nothing. And we even comes back at the end and <laughs> yeah, we yeah, check yeah. in with him. Yes. I want, you know, we should have, in the middle of the movie, we should have cut to cue ball in that, uh, it's not the brig, right? What is it, the fulcrum? We yeah, military it, people. <laughs> yeah, the fucking, the, the front undercarriage of the yeah. boat. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. Storage I, area, but the—I mean—the amount that you mentioned this guy, you think like, oh, it's going to be like the Steven Seagal and Cue Ball show. No, and I don't—it's like a backdoor pilot for <laughs> yeah, Cue yeah. Ball instead. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Cue Ball from Fox's Cue Ball. Coming up after the game, it's Cue Ball from Under Siege. He's uh, he's a former military brat who opens his own restaurant in, I don't know, Indianapolis or something. <laughs> Cue Ball, this fall. Cue Ball, executive produced by Poppy Bush, coming up next. Coming up after the game, Cue Ball, new episode. Little friend, Casey Rybeck, stopping by. <laughs> oh, I like... Ooh. Wow, Cue Ball, this restaurant is great. I can't imagine all the amazing adventures you're going to have here. Well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Also, goodbye, unless you pay me again. <laughs> hey, Q-Ball, what's your booyah-based res- recipe at this restaurant? Oh, you don't have one? <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, but like, you know, he's really in good with all these people on the, on, in, in his galley there, which is... It, he's a man of the people. Yeah, But like, it, it really, did, it, this is the most, uh, Steven Seagal is a terrible actor to begin with. Terrible actor, like, terrible person, terrible dresser. Never so, more yeah. unbelievable than when he has to be nice to people. Yes. Or kind, or like like even just be like, it's not about me for five seconds. You could just tell he's like, oh yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> Dude, he yeah. is smiling at this cue ball dancing, and it looks like someone's got a clamp on his tit. <laughs> it's just this uncomfortable, like, grimace on his face, I'm having a great time. There are a few moments where I think he's reading cue cards, because he's just <laughs> like, they're, they're, uh, yeah, they're building a railing system to unload the tomahawks. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I didn't know my face could go this way. <laughs> You know what goes, your face goes up sometimes? I had no idea. Up in the corners? <laughs> the corner. I, I, I can't do it. I, gotta I can't go, do it. I got to go to an urgent care. Sorry, I can't be in the movie. <laughs> Broke my face trying to smile on the set of Under Siege. <laughs> Broken face. He's, uh, but it's kind of, a, well, this movie is kind of like his coming out party because like all of those, like, you know, those movies were big, like Marked for Death and Above the Law, but it's all these like black leather jacket movies that like only weirdos were watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is like, you could bring your mom to Under <laughs> Yeah, well, a it's, lot of uh, I'm, I was one of those. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, like, action heads yeah. is what I'm saying. Not, oh, like, real heads, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, people, yeah. like not, video store classics. This not, is like, not canon canon movies. Yes. That's the, what you're looking for. This is a movie that has a budget that has Tommy Lee Jones in it. Like, yeah, you, you got your, TLJ money, woo! dude. You can Absolutely. bring your mom to Under Siege, you know? <laughs> 
Could you? I mean, you could. Well, it was fine until Erica Laniac's titties <laughs> fell out in my face. What are you watching? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're leaving this theater, you, my 23-year-old son. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he, you know, um, he does meet the captain. Him and the captain are really, really tight. They're good pals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the captain has, we find out that the captain, due to his like weird CIA Navy SEAL disgrace, the captain is like basically stashing him until retirement this is here. This is yeah. like a way to like con the taxpayers out of more money. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're gonna hide you, yes. like a Catholic priest or something, <laughs> and we're gonna put you in the cooking galley. So. And- we're just moving you from boat to boat yes. to boat to boat. Je- Je- Jesus Christ, Captain, how does this cook cost 200000 a year? Because <laughs> he got disgraced in Panama or whatever, yeah. we, we was briefly mentioned. He's no longer a Navy SEAL because of that. But this guy wants him to get a pension yes. yeah. off the taxpayer dime. For cooking what has to be the worst booyah base in the it's, world. It's a watery base, guys. Very it's disgusting. It's really... It's uh, it's gross. We do get we peep his menu at one point, which like oh I love it. I don't know. I guess like a military battleship's kitchen needs a menu like it's a fucking Burger King. There are uh, there are several items on the menu uh, uh, named after Casey Ryback. Sure, I think most of them. Are. I think there's a lot. There's it's at like least four. Ry- Ryback's ribs, Casey's kimchi. <laughs> Casey's kimchi is the one where I was like. Steven Seagal really uh, pickling cabbage for a Korean food recipe? I don't know. There was one, it was like Ryback's green salad. I'm like, just call it a green salad, you idiot. Um, who is making that green salad? Ryback, therefore it is a Ryback salad. And this is why Gary Busey's totally justified in hating his guts. Yeah, that's true. Like, I gotta obnoxious. look at that self-centered menu you posted. I'm mostly on his side in this movie. I'll Gary Busey? Yeah, I mostly like him. Yeah, I want more of that backstory, though, because he's, spoiler alert, a total crooked guy here in with Tommy Lee Jones. And it's gotta be like he was passed over for a promotion. Sure. Something like, why would he turn against these? I guess the $200 million helps, but... Mm. I mean, there, yeah. Busey has to be a little crooked. I mean, I think he even turned crooked in the, crooked in the Buddy Holly story. It's <laughs> <laughs> like taking money under the, under the table for one minute. He killed the big bopper on <laughs> yeah. the plane before they all went down. I'm making beautiful music I'm now using for evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, you... <laughs> I love, I love, yeah. I'm uh, parachuting out of this plane. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> shit, he got out? You oh think? my God, he's, yeah. he was still alive he's for still decades alive. after that? To this day. No, I think he'd probably be dead by it's now. him though. and Tupac on an island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so yeah, like the, the captain is like, all right, don't make a big deal out of it. But in, the idea is Gary Busey is planning the surprise party only to get the defenses down. Why you need a stripper that does not pay, doesn't, figure into the plot of that at all. Because when I plan a fake surprise party, (laughs) I do it with authenticity. He takes it seriously. He needs another guy to be like, you know, it's not a real surprise party. We're going to kill everybody like minute five. Maybe he was on the fence. Like, maybe it's going to be a real surprise (laughs) party. Maybe I'm going to help kill everyone. (laughs) Look, all of a sudden we have to call off the mission. Now we got a surprise party without no strippers at it. (laughs) Well, why are you doing... They're not going to wear these embroidered T-shirts you're ordering because they're being held captive. So what what are we doing? (laughs) He has two phony stories going, though, right? Because one is it's the captain's birthday, Mm. but then the other thing is like it has to be kept a surprise because this birthday party is indeed sponsored by the President of the United States. (laughs) Yes. And it's a weird thing where it's like the President wants to thank you for the smooth sailing on that 
whatever he's doing. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're commemorating it because this is the battleship where Japan side, signed the treaty to end World War II. It was on this battleship. This is like actual real history. It also mm-hmm. fired the first shots in the Gulf War. Okay. Wow, still, like, still at it after all those years. Yeah, huh? it's like telling an ex that you're, you're over them. You're doing better now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got us there in Pearl Harbor, but we signed, after it was done, after we uh, dropped a little bomb, <laughs> we signed the paper here, and actually we're starting a new war on here. We're doing great. We're doing fine. <laughs> Imperialism's doing great. Don't worry about you're it. You're right. We should be celebrating the airplane more, right? <laughs> then, <laughs> fuck this boat. Who cares what's signed there? The Enola Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That was the name of it? That was the Enola Gay, yes. I think that plane's been celebrated plenty. Mm -hmm. I guess it has, since I actually know the name, and the movie had to tell me what this was. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was it? It was uh, like the little fat boy was the bomb. Like, they gave him, like, cheeky names. Oh, Jake and the Fat Man, I think? Yes. (laughs) On NBC this fall. Yeah, they dropped a primetime lineup (laughs) on Japan. Um, You know, I'm surprised we haven't remade Jake and the Fat Man. It seems like you get... Josh Gad and some guy to play Jake. <laughs> Eventually. That's a good little detective show you got there. Fuck it. Well, no, you get Josh Gad as the fat man, and then you get like a CGI character that's voiced by Josh Gad. As oh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's him and a snowman, you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jake and the snowman. That yeah, sounds oh, good. Oh, I like this. That's yeah. the nadir of your own career, when you are partnered in a buddy cop show with your own animated snowman you have voiced. <laughs> it's going to happen before they let anyone else into movies. Time to hang it up, man, if that's the case. So, uh, uh, Erica Elaine. Uh, comes aboard with uh, uh, Billy and the Bale ju- Bad Billy and the Bale Jumpers. Yes. Uh, which Great is, uh, name for a fake band. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is bad. He's the, uh, I guess he's the Flava Flav and the harmonica player. Yes, he's, he's a hype man. He gets everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. going. So The other guy is singing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, you had to, so the, you have this, this is one group, and mm. then the other group is the catering group, Mm-hmm. And like they have to do all the stuff before they actually take over the thing. So That's true. you got you got to think. Timely Jones was well. Uh, we're gonna need a crooner, <laughs> somebody who can be a terrorist and a crooner, uh, somebody who can handle a ladle. Can somebody handle a ladle? Can you cut roast beef under a hot lamp and, well, and wield a gun? Well, Jerry, your up close knife skills are more perfect than any I've ever seen before. But unfortunately, you're a really shitty harmonica player. <laughs> We can hire you for this particular terrorist attack, but we'll get you back on the next one, see what we can figure out. This is just about as subpar a gin and tonic I've ever tasted. (laughs) This is, you're not made up for terrorist activity, I gotta tell you. You know what's a uh, missed opportunity I I feel for these terrorists Mm -hmm. is they have the guys, there are terrorists that are walking around serving, you know, like past apps all over the ship, right? Sure. Poison those things. Yeah. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, then you have these yeah. guys dropping like fucking or, flies. Or just like shove a Benadryl in there so everybody's a little bit wo- yeah. woozy. Sure, <laughs> totally. Don't get behind the wheel of your I battleship. Would, I think it would be, yeah, definitely poison the whole crew. Like sneak it into that bullion base, maybe. <laughs> and then Casey Ryback's going to be like, what did I do? <laughs> oh, they he's like fucking cooking. Frank Costanza and everybody's <laughs> throwing up with all the food yes, he made. Yes. Oh, this bullion base is better than usual. What is <laughs> What is this? Put more pepper in it? Uh, but yeah, so he refuses to go to the mess deck. He wants to keep cooking because that's what the captain told him to do. But you are ordered to party down. And this is where he says, talk to the captain. Yeah, oh, it's so good. I you just got love- a problem with it? Talk to the captain. Go talk to go the talk- captain. Talk to the captain. Go talk to the captain. Get that pies out of the oven. I guess. <laughs> oh, dude, and he's, you see, I didn't notice this, but we, we watched it today. 
He's put, they're like cream pies that are going right in this oven. It's a meringue, it looks like. Yeah, like a meringue situation. They're going to burn real fast. Oh, yeah, you you got got 15 minutes, dude. What are you talking about? Ooh, it's overbaked. (laughs) Your terrorist cream pie is overbaked. Oh, dude, and then he just throat rips Paul Hollywood. Ooh, (laughs) hey. You know what? That's why they don't allow Americans on this show. We don't take that shit. (laughs) You can always find another dude who looks like a human wolf to judge cookies (laughs) or whatever the fuck. It's fair. He is like a furry's dream, really. He Absolutely. Just gets... All the fucking and none of the costume. <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> How many people thought you were going to come here tonight and hear stuff about furries? Come on, fuck. All right. We're having fun. They're fans. They know what they're in for. Totally. It's all fun. That love... dude looks like a wolf, though, definitely. He, does. he really does. And I guarantee you it's like a silver sweater under there. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. With, like, the rise in popularity of Bake Off, though, yeah. I bet you he's waxing now. Oh, really? You know, Big not, wax job. I have not even seen this show, but I am, like, super now fixated on seeing this guy with a shirt off. <laughs> I don't know even well, who he is, but he sounds... He's this British dude whose name is actually Paul Hollywood. Yeah. And okay. he's a judge on this baking competition. Yeah. Um, with his other woman Prue, and he gets all this, all of his nasty hair into the food. <laughs> I think so, dude. There's not, a, there's nary a hairnet to be found on that show. No, well, just saying that. We, I don't know. But yes, and we all presume he has a silver front. If you take the, <laughs> mm. if you button, if you tore it open, it would mm. be right there. It would be like the end of Teen Wolf too, and he walks away. There's like a silver tail, just kind of yeah. wagging around. They did as uh, more Paul Hollywood. Yeah, talk, please let's do it. Yeah, that's let's fine. Go. The most recent episode we saw, this poor fuck has to come out, and he's got all like made up like the Incredible Hulk, and it's terrible because he's not like an actor or a comedian or sure. even remotely fucking funny at all. Mm-hmm. But you, it's awesome. It's so entertaining to be the viewer because you can just see how much he hates it. <laughs> he's like, oh fuck. So that's how a- they bake. In the UK? <laughs> Dude, they're yes. all dressed up like Marvel characters. That's the whole it's, thing of the show. They, they, they bake them in terror sweat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Contestants, today we will have the Ryback Challenge, where you Ooh. make burnt pies. Well, or maybe you have to bake something successfully while under the gun of a terrorist. Sure. I like this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll gun them, yeah. I'm see what happens. Star- I'm starting a new show also called Chopped, but I kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, he's just like fucking judo chopping, guys. That's all. If, have you ever wondered how to dismember a body? Well, get ready for Chopped. <laughs> all right, Casey, your basket ingredients are a nuclear warhead for some reason. Uh, mashed potatoes. And a bunch of crushed up Dorita chips. <laughs> Oh, I could use this. I could use this to take out a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> Here are some uh, plutonium croquettes. Everybody see this movie where he gets the syrup out of that warhead? Did anyone see this? It's like, it's like brown <laughs> molasses. It looks delicious. I think that was some weaponry we bought from Canada. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, geez, eh? We got syrup in another nukehead. <laughs> Better sell it off to our idiot neighbors to the south. Yeah, they use it at like cocktail bars, the nuke uh, syrup. Totally. This rum, this rum plus lime plus a little nuclear waste on top of it. <laughs> Look, you'll die from radiation poisoning hours after drinking it, but tasty as hell. You will look very trendy doing it. So Gary Busey oh, comes right. in and he spits in his booyah base. <laughs> Dude, and this should is... warrant a throat chop right there. <laughs> I was waiting for just it to start boiling after that happened. <laughs> a little added flavor. Oh, like a witch's brew? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> bubbling up to the surface? Busey I, spit. I, I have new Busey spit. I like this it. This could use some more toad legs. <laughs> <laughs> double, double toil and treble, motherfucker. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. 
He yeah, he spits at it, and then this is when Seagal uh, punches him in the face. That's cool. Uh huh. And it, then he. It is pretty great. What is the line here? Because it's something about like, well, that's disrespecting an officer. Yes. And he goes, no, it's not. And like punches him in the face. And yeah. he goes, that is. <laughs> and then he gets locked in a meat locker like it's The Shining, which is kind of fun. You know, here's the thing. I like this movie quite a bit, but better movie. He's locked in that freezer and like ghosts from the boat start talking to him. Uh-huh. Like some old like WW2 vet is like, oh, hey, you know, I uh, better come out of there, Casey Ryback. Need you to kill these terrorists. Oh, yeah. I mean, Seagal would have gone crazy within 12 hours, though. It wouldn't have, you have, wouldn't need the four days. Yeah, the ending of the movie could be like a Return of the King where there's a ghost army now <laughs> helping out. Or, no, at the end of the movie is the end of The Shining. It's the, it's the crew in the 1940s. It's like the, what do you call it there? It's the treaty signing and it's a big picture and you zoom and there's Steven Seagal. Oh, he fuck. was always there the whole time. Mm-hmm. You've been in the military the whole time. <laughs> in the background of the captain's party, there's a guy like Greg Potter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Greg <laughs> Fucking axe wound in his head for some reason. <laughs> no, it no, seems Japan like Japan the... didn't fuck around, you know. <laughs> seems like those terrorists need correcting as well. <laughs> what are you talking about? Gary Busey was the actual captain. <laughs> Oh, man. I, you know, it often sucks when we come up with clearly better movies than the actual movie. But now, Steven Seagal in a haunted ghost movie? Mm-hmm. Ghost boat movie, specifically? And then oh, yeah. Do a sequel like 30 years later called, like, uh, Dr. Uh, boat? <laughs> Dr. Boat, yes. I was going to say Dr. Cook. <laughs> Dr. Well, yours was just Boat's as dumb as mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Dr. I like how you good. were like, Dr. Boat? No, how about Dr. Cook? Yeah. <laughs> way better. All right, way show better. of applause. Dr. Oh, all right, Boat. let's do it. All right, wait, 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 wait. Dr. Boat. <laughs> Shh. Or Dr. Cook. <laughs> nice. I'll no, give it to you, I, dude. I think, I think you had it by, uh, by uh, Razor's Edge. We, we, we got rid of the applause machine, unfortunately. So yeah, we'll we never, should have kept We'll never truly one. know. Damn it. No. <laughs> the, uh, Just another the, phony election. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so he's like locked in, and they get this dumb private to watch him. The private's not even allowed to go to the party to watch Erica Alania, dude. It's a real yeah, bummer. Oh, Private Nash, you came in on the boat at Hawaii. <laughs> 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 now you get to watch... Casey Ryback, he's a psychopath. <laughs> I thought w- what was going to happen here, because we're stealing so much from Die Hard, I thought maybe we were going to steal from other Die Hards. Because remember at the end of that second Die Hard where uh, they're like, oh, new guy, you weren't with us in Nicaragua where we came up with this yeah. plan, and they kill him? That's what I thought was going to happen to this dude, where it's like, oh, you didn't get here to Hawaii. Well, oh, my God. Well, that, you know, that is incredible. Like, he's like, oh, uh, Gary Busey's like, oh, you just came on at Hawaii? This guy is the craziest motherfucker that's ever lived. This motherfucker. I don't know how he even got on here. Yeah, this is a terrible ship. We got crazy people. Insane person. He makes all the food, by the way. (laughs) I mean, just look at my face. I mean, you know how movies have like continuity experts, like that, like make sure, like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, that, yeah. Sure. that class is this, and oh, that experts. His, mm-hmm. his shirt was blue in the last scene. Right. This movie had like a "Don't get sued by diehards." So it was just a guy that had to watch, and they were like, "All right, in this scene, Steven's shoes fall." Mm-mm. No, we can't do it. You know that whole scene we have in the uh, ship ducks? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have scrap. <laughs> He's just blowing an air horn every time they inch a little too close to die. Exactly. The line that Gary Busey has to this guy, he goes, he's an extreme psychopath. (laughs) He hates officers. He hates (gasps) 
America. <laughs> and that's all this little turd needs to hear. He's like, that guy's gonna get locked in this refrigerator till the end of time. Yeah, this they... dude has awesome Andrew Davis deaths in a lot of movies, though. Or deaths in Andrew Davis movies. Have some more of this, you fucking pig. <laughs> Because he also gets hilariously... Well, he's deafened in The Fugitive, and then he gets hilariously murdered in U.S. Marshals. Yeah. He has a hilarious death in this movie. Well, he just like has the eyes of like an innocent bunny rabbit. That <laughs> yeah. you're, suppo- you're about to like cut and eat because there's no other food. <laughs> like He's just like, what? What is happening? Those are the best to kill, aren't they? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> well, why he got so much work. Because we have nice guy Seagal. He's like, you got to get me out of this fridge, man. Like in, in, a, in another yeah. real thing, like, you piece of shit, I'm gonna break your neck when I get out of here. But he's like, yeah, yeah. you're a nice, you're a nice buddy rabbit, man. You just gotta get me out of here. <laughs> to Casey Ryback's point, though, like, I, but, well, to Nash actually, uh, he, the, the bunny rabbit has it better because Ryback is going back from, you need to let me out of here, you need to let me out of here. It's it's trouble. The captain's in trouble. Could you get my pies out of the oven? <laughs> Please, the pies are very important as well. But actually, the captain might be dead. Also, my tomato sauce needs to be stirred. It will stick to the bottom of the pan. And once you get the pies out of the oven, preheat the oven to 350. (laughs) I swear to fucking God, if you let my pies go. Uh, Which he does, by the way. Those pies get burned. Yeah, it's a bummer. The The pies are some of the first casualties of the film, actually. Yes, thank you. The biggest casualties. I'm pretty sure Erica Eleniak tries to commit suicide in this movie because they're like... She comes on, it's like all these like horny fucking Navy dudes. She's like clearly uncomfortable with the assignment that she has. She's like, this isn't gonna go well. Gary Busey is looking at her and he's like, here, if you got if you have seasickness, take some of these. And it's like Dramamine or whatever. She's like, how about 12? Like she really he's like, take two. he does very specifically, just take two, and she's like <laughs> Well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know, but it, I think so, yeah. Yeah, she also gets a creepy Tommy Lee Jones line that's like like, honey, you could do this with your eyes closed. Yeah, it's like Christ. Is it? so, yeah. Being on a boat, man, that's a tell. Anytime you're in a boat, you're in real trouble. Yeah. There's no way to get off that boat. Stripping on a boat has to be terrible. Yes, exactly. Oh For really. more on that, see Boat Hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so she, but that, that's the idea. She falls asleep in the cake. Because, again, she tried to kill herself by taking, like, 19 drama I'm the, o- I'm the only one that cooks for the captain. Who made this cake? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God, this cake is made out of cardboard. The captain hates cardboard. The captain's a pie guy. Go call the captain. Talk to the captain. He's a pie guy. I'm going to go start making some paper pies. <laughs> so you got Tommy Lee Jones and his band are playing this huge... I mean, they are rocking this room on this boat. Tommy Lee Jones just blaring this harmonica, man. This dude can fake play a mouth harp like nobody's business. It'd be great if they were like doing it and Tommy Lee Jones was like, just call it off. I'm having a great time. We're not going to do that. Let's just finish the set. Let's finish the set. Plan's over. We'll, we'll make a billion dollars elsewhere. This is too much fun. <laughs> the catering from Hawaii is actually very good. <laughs> it tastes like someone spit in the Boulia base, though. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Everything else is totally fine. Uh, but this is where Gary Busey comes in. Like you hear him as he gives Erica Alaniac those pills. He's like, "Yeah, this guy's ready for it." <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I've seen this movie like 20 times, and you're never ready for no, it. No, you're not. So he keeps saying, "Oh, I gotta go put my costume on. I gotta go change my wardrobe." And what he means is, they're like, "All right, every like Tommy Lee Jones, I think, is like, now to welcome to the stage. All right, here we go, everybody. Playboys, Mr. July, 1989, and like yeah. the band plays again." And here comes Gary Busey in drag and like doing his best Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. 
holy shit, I was watching my favorite movie Under Siege and I got a great idea. <laughs> Donald, are you watching TV? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I always am. You know that, Rudy. I perpetually have Boatheart in the VCR. <laughs> Yes, I Don. make Eric just fast forward to all the cum shots. <laughs> <laughs> That's no way to live. No. No, no. not at all. There was no. so much cum in there, they should, really should have had life preservers on, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that much so I will tell you. He is just dancing around with this huge fake rack, and all these dudes are going nuts, which is great. Somebody even, I think somebody even says, like, I guess Commander Krill isn't such a bad guy after yeah. all. It's like, meanwhile, that guy's going to get shot in the head in like oh. six seconds. <laughs> Oh, he's terrible at this. She might be a good guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny that they actually like it. It's like, I don't I didn't like Commander Krill, but now he's kind of homophobic. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of those dudes, though. Like the, there's like the guys that are in like general admission, and yeah. they're the like real rowdy guys going after it. But then there's like this dais that's like the commanding officers. Those guys are not having it. No. Though. Like Bernie Casey, I think, is one of those dudes. And they're just like very straight faced, like. But- this is a disgrace. But Bernie Casey is rocking the fuck out to fucking uh, the bail jumpers. He thinks, yeah, of course. Like, he's like, yeah, go do it, yeah. Uh, but so like, he's like, I gotta go get the captain. I'll be right back. And this is what he's like. And it just, it just must suck because it's like, uh, he's like, all right, everybody, who's the highest ranking officer here? And this guy stands up, and is like, oh, he's gonna zing me, and he gets shot. There. <laughs> it just must be like, all right, here comes a little insult. For the highest ranking officer, do your worst. Oh, wait. Wait. Wait until Carol hits, hears about this when I get. <laughs> Honey, I got roasted at the. <laughs> it's, again, thinking about it though, like Gary Busey knows it's a fake party. He knows yes, exactly. that he is about to commit a terrorist attack on his own country. Why the cross-dressing? Like, he's so concerned. I think he's so concerned about selling the surprise party (laughs) that the rest of the operation goes tits up. Well, I mean, he does. It's very jolly when he says, Welcome to the revolution! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it's pretty great. It is a good one. So I think he is ready to take the fucking ship. But I feel like if he's doing this, though, he's the guy who then... I mean, I guess he can't because he knows who the highest-ranking member of the ship is, but, like... He pulls maybe the gun out of his bosom yeah. or something and, you know, blasts him or whatever. But instead, it's Tommy Lee Jones. Like, and this is how you know it's the turn because the guy just says, you know, it's me, but he doesn't say his name. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones is like, well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Commander Green. <laughs> and just rocks this dude's brain. Hey, howdy, nope. <laughs> it also looks like that guy. Like, I, I have a theory that a couple of these dudes are like some real non-actors. Sure. And this dude oh, yeah. was like, yeah, I'll be in your movie. And they're like, cool, you'll be like the third in command. All right, sounds pretty good. Uh, and you're going to get your brains blown all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then, you know, th- this is the biggest... Su- now, it's a surprise party, but he brings Cole Meany with him with a tray of food. Yes. But I'm, I don't understand the tray... If you're going to go get the captain and bring him back... Why are you bringing a tray of food to him? Maybe he was like, all right, Gary Busey was like, all right, call me and he listen up. We're going to go in the captain's quarters. We're going to blow his brains out. And then you and I are going to have some appetizers. (laughs) We're going to have some mozzarella sticks before we do this terrorist attack. I got a better idea. Bring him that spit your base. It's the boo your base that I spit upon. I want to watch the captain eat the spit your base. I, I always <laughs> want to eat half of a, a naked body. We're going <laughs> to strip the captain and lay out all this meat on him like a... 
Also, yeah, I just came up with spit your bass. I'm a fan of a good poor man, too. You know, now that I shot the captain, I always wondered, why, always wondered what his dick would look like. <laughs> oh, this is nice one. I think I might take that as trophy. Speaking of no one's looking. Uh, we're gonna, in Vietnam, I used to have it, a penis necklace. <laughs> he does shoot the captain dead. And uh, Cole Meany saves us. Cole Meany, by the way, anyone catch what his ca- character's name is? No. no. Like Dauber or something? No, it's Dahmer. Hell different yeah. spelling. It's really? <laughs> oh, you think he had to go through his whole life? It's a different spelling. <laughs> no, first of all, I'm Irish. Second of all, different spelling. And yes, it's confusing that my first name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes, yes, it, yes. It's with Have a PH. Your joke. It's uh, with a PH, honestly. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. It's like sub and dom, not dommer, you yeah. know. It's made doubly confusing because I also work at a chocolate factory. <laughs> but I manage it. I manage it. I'm not, I'm not supervising the conveyor belts. I'm the manager of the whole plant. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee, Chester, uh, Wishtar. That's a UK city name. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> they, they add like Chesters and Sires and whatever. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, they do. The guy who's guarding Seagal is like, that sounds like an awful lot of gunfire for a surprise party. <laughs> <laughs> like usually one or two, you know, most part surprise party. Well, he's party. kidding himself. It's not like you are hearing guns go off and people screaming, like their last breath exiting their body. And this dude's like, sounds like firecrackers are going off. <laughs> and so- you got Seagal being like, you fucking idiot, man. Those are guns. Oh my God, I've been shot. No, they're just doing shots, okay, Casey? They're doing shots up there. It's fine. And this guy thinks that, like, by ignoring Ryback and just doing what Gary Busey told him, he's like, this is going to score me some big points. Mm -hmm. What? I'm shot in the spine. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. We're surrounded. Uh, They must be watching Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid up there. (laughs) But, you know, once they take control of the ship, this is when... Tommy Lee Jones is like, all right, they forget about, the movie forgets about Steven Seagal for like a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, we looked this up beforehand. He's only got like 40 minutes of screen time 40 versus, I think Tommy Lee Jones is 45. Something so like this that. is technically a, a Jones but joint. To get well, to, I mean, yeah. he's your headlining man, dude. I mean, he was, yeah. a, he was a big deal at this point. I do appreciate, though, that we get to know the ship. Like, the ship's a guy, basically. You know, you get to know his quarks. The ship's a guy? The ship's a guy. A character character in the film. But this isn't a compliment to Andrew Davis in general because the fugitive feels very grounded because he actually lays the groundwork. The the world feels lived in. Yes, like when they're in Chicago, it does feel like Chicago. And when you're on a boat here, it feels like you're on a boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Yes. And, and this is where Boat Hard fails. Because I can tell that you're just shooting that in the valley somewhere. Come on. Uh But they I were do, supposed to be on a boat, but it's clearly California. <laughs> I, it's amazing. So he takes over the, the command, and he's like, can I get some food in here? And he starts cutting up roast beef and throwing it to his men as if they were dogs. Like real dogs. And I would just be like, yo, cool. They I are thought, dogs I of war. Mm. Oh. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, are I you saying this movie's really saying something? I can see smart. I can see bread and cheddar cheese. Do you mind if I look, actually make a sandwich and eat like a human being instead of... No, I'll just catch it in my mouth. Well, that uh, dude has no problem. I mean, he grabs it one hand. And honestly, I've seen a lot of roast beef thrown around. That's sure. the coolest I've ever seen it done. 
Billy, uh, no, we really like the roast beef. Is there any way we could get some of that famous bouillabaisse? <laughs> we, we really have been hearing a lot about Use it. Use it kind of like as an au jus to just dip the roast beef right <laughs> in, right? <laughs> so then you get like a soggy-ass handful of roast beef uh-huh. to shove it in your mouth. Uh, soaked in Busey spit. Uh. <laughs> How's all your mozzarella sticks and whatever the fuck? <laughs> Also so- soaked in Busey spit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know how you no. kids like it extra sloppy. <laughs> Masalava's peanut oil, actually. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would take some spit from him. He's a living legend. Yes, for sure. Like in a yeah. handkerchief? I, or wouldn't, like, sure. I wouldn't want to watch him spit. His whole, t- his whole face would fall off. At this point, like, you know. You know what's unfortunate about that bouillabaisse spitting attack, by the way? Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure... It's like he just does like a... Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. How about some actual spit, Gary? Yeah. Like, let's no, muster gets, that up. He huh? gets a lot of like, there's some boogers in there, dude. <laughs> but you see nothing come out. I think no. it just proves like how great of an actor Gary Busey truly is. That's fair. I was like, that guy's spitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be, but it would be funnier if he can't, and he just had like a ball jar full. Uh, I've been shaving this up and just pours it into the bouillabaisse. Let's move on, shall that's, we? Yeah. Let's just, let's, let's just like, that's awful. We, we, we understand that the spit happened in the booty base. It's, it's, it's a thickening it, agent. Yeah. It, it happened. It happened. God damn it, Chris. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, it's my cursing jar. Whenever I curse, I get a spit in there. Well, my rainy day fund. If I ever leave, I can't spit anymore. Uh, the... Uh, they call they call the president the uh, the Pentagon or wherever the fuck this uh-huh. is. It's yeah. a, something something command center. I think is the idea. And it happens twice where cause it happens here. Then when Busey makes the intercom about like oh we're drowning all the dudes, everyone else in the shot is doing like we're making a prank phone call, laughing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're like. Because he's pretending to be crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Much like a movie like uh, Die Hard when... it's the, Yeah, it's the same exact thing that Rickman does, right? Yeah. Where it's like we're pretending that we're going to start a one-world government or whatever, and then it's like, no, it's just bearable. Yes. For the money, you see. <laughs> and this is we're going to sell the warheads off of the battleship to the highest bidder. Hey, something, something. hey Pentagon, is your, is your fridge running? <laughs> we better go catch it! <laughs> No, no, we'll do, we'll do the terrorist thing for real this time. We'll, we'll call him back and do the terrorist thing. I love this room of dudes, though. There's, like, the one guy who's, like, the CIA shithead intelligence guy, and they're like, oh, uh, turns out, I don't know, I haven't heard of him, uh, this guy named William Stranix, that's Tommy Lee Jones' character, he's like, here's uh, William Stranix has taken over this battleship, and this dude just goes, William Stranix? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's gonna be a bad day. Oh boy. Yeah, honey. Yeah, I'm not coming home for that baked mac and cheese dinner we've been planning. Yep, our worst fears have come true. That's right, dear Stranix. You guessed it. It's a Stranix night. I never thought it would come, but it's here. The guy that he trained to take over battleships. (laughs) It's just great. Well, yeah, this guy is. There there are three people that carry over to the sequel, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Nice. Pretty good movie. Previous episode. Uh, And and this is one of them. And, like, he's he's running, like, some born villain program with, like, Bogosian and this guy. Because, like, he's both. He's like, yeah, I trained him too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess I'm the problem here. Sorry, guys. Do you get the headaches, Eric Bogosian? (laughs) 
I get such bad headaches. They do this thing where so Tom Lee Jones is like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take over the world. I'm crazy. By the way, uh, Mr. CIA man, did you get the fingers that I sent you in the mail of the men that you said to kill me? And the guy doesn't react, but I'm like, so either A, he got them. Or well, B, like they went, they just got jammed up in FedEx somewhere else. No, he reacts, but it's like, uh, like embarrassed to it. Like he's like, <laughs> yes, I got yeah. the finger. It's F- back home in the freezer. My wife's is kind of grossed out about it. I'll be honest with you. He Do you want to get back on? I was, it was on my to-do list. I was going to look into who sent me the fingers, <laughs> but then I just got held up at work. Yes, you know? yeah, and he got them delivered late. They were held up at a FedEx facility like our posters we were supposed to have here Yeah, tonight, that's right. So. Sons of bitches. So you got to, yeah. So and the fingers that I sent that guy, yes, too. Those are so also. What we're trying to say from the stage here tonight is to boycott FedEx. <laughs> A good one. Stranix, it looks like you ripped this finger off. It wasn't a clean cut. I'm really impressed. <laughs> really impressed. Nice finger cutting. But we, so we learn that Tommy Lee Jones' character, yes, was like a, an a operator for the CIA, some sort of intelligence dude, and they were on a mission that got canceled, and then this guy, the old Jesus Christ guy, sent assassins to kill Tommy Lee Jones in Miami, and they flubbed it, and that's what caused him to flip. Now, here's the thing. I need those scenes of a botched Miami set Tommy Lee yeah. Jones assassination Absolutely. attempt. Absolutely, and just like him, like getting together with Gary Busey. There's so many rich little details well, I want more. How of. did they meet each other? Yeah, like yeah. terrorist need, Craigslist, basically. I would think they so. Should, they got to do like a four-hour Irishman type of thing and de-age all these oh, people. Oh, totally. No. I would love it, right? You know, it could be a big epic. And like, where does well, the the fat Russian that? Does the submarine drive and where's he from? Like, let's get, let's live in this world. Well, okay. what is the ad? It's just like disillusioned intelligence officer seeks fellow disillusioned military <laughs> well, officer. Like, yeah. again, you're gonna have to do it a bunch. It's going to be like, can you, you know, can you uh, uh, serve a salad and hold a gun? <laughs> Over and over. Knife skills? No, not the actual cutting. Well, actually, the cutting of the meat and cutting people, if you could. <laughs> well, it's 1992, so it's not Craigslist, but maybe like a back page kind okay, of thing. Yeah, yeah, so you're yeah, looking yeah. through the, you know, a publication or it's something. It's all on the Village Voice. Yeah, it was like in the, <laughs> the Voice or like the back of Guns and Ammo or some shit. Yeah. I met a, this man in a motel. I was supposed to meet this guy in a motel room to do terrorist shit, and he never showed up. <laughs> Oh, now it's a missed connection. Yeah, it's a terrorist <laughs> missed connection. Yes, exactly. Got it. Okay, sure. I'm just the love of my life. We're gonna buy a bunch of guns together. I got a lot of these guys from uh, Time Out, Alabama. <laughs> I put on the stress for nothing. Um. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Yeah. But you know, we had fun there. Uh, but so that they realize, like, oh shit! I guess we left that cook that we all hate in the in the meat freezer. And Busey is like, I'm going to go down there take care of it myself. And Tom Blaine Jones is like, no, 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 no. You're a main character. I have these two like nameless henchmen that are going to go down. And they'll just get killed, and then we have a movie. If you go down there and kill them, we don't have a movie. But it's also important to note that nobody knows that Casey Ryback, Steven Seagal, is an ex-Navy SEAL. Yes. They really think he's just just a cook. Because the captain really had him hidden. It's crazy. We learned that, like, yeah, his, like, intel file was locked in a safe, like, Behind this dude's cherished heirlooms or some shit. It had a big do not open sticker near it. They <laughs> were especially very, very if you key. are Gary Busey. <laughs> uh, and this is the first like real action scene in the movie. They go down, they kill the dude. These two guys kill the, the guy and Are you gonna kill me? Well, yeah, of course we're gonna <laughs> kill you. The fuck do you think? <laughs> Jesus, you stupid idiot. 
It's awesome, though, man. Uh, something Jack Nicholson doesn't think of in The Shining. Seagal is hiding, like, in the ceiling of this fridge. <laughs> Pretty great. These Wendy, guys... I'm going to hit you with a great Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe these guys just shoot all the food. Now they have no food. <laughs> Wendy, I got to finish the booyah base. Let me out. Let me out, honey. The booyah base is going to get cold. Wendy, when I'm in the kitchen, I'm working. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. They destroyed all the food supplies. Now we got to order pizzas. <laughs> Get the pies, Wendy. <laughs> Get the pies. <laughs> and meanwhile, when this is happening, Scatman Crothers is somewhere else. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would actually be great if it was Scatman Crothers just opens his eyes and he's like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that happens. When you got the shining, that happens like five times a week. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, some of the little kids getting killed. I don't know. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Get- <laughs> you got that apartment. I don't need to go anywhere. I'd just be entertaining people it at is that apartment. one of cinema's greatest apartments, by the way. You know you're a confirmed bachelor when you have like pornography on your walls. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's, it's not like your cheapo like cutting out of a magazine. Sure. This is like oil painting pornography yeah. yes. that he's got on, in that apartment. Cutting. Cover of a Cover of a Miles Davis record pornography. Yes. 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 That's kind of pornography. Well, it's capital E, capital A, erotic art. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, di- it's different. Sure, um, Scatman. Uh-huh. So, you know, then he starts sagaling around this boat for a lot of the movie. We get a nice knife to the throat, which I appreciate. Ooh, Very totally. Good. That's, you know... Steven Seagal, very skilled with knife play. Exactly. Not a ton of knife play in this movie, which is a problem for me. We got, I mean, the ending is a, is, it's, it's a knife, knifester piece, I think, actually. <laughs> oh, it is. But great we do, portmanteau. <laughs> we see some fucking carrots get it good. Oh, yeah. Dude, when he's dicing these carrots at the start, that's good knife stuff. <laughs> he's chopping onions. That's he's, right. he's I can't do it that cook. fast. No, the high-octane cooking action you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, you talked about Paul Hollywood, whoever that is. <laughs> I told you he's a wolf man that judges cakes, dude. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, all right. No carrots. I'll talk about cakes. Uh, (laughs) That man can't chop. You You can only mix. Difference, dude. Talk about carrot cake. How about that? Ooh, I like that. Now we're talking. I like that. I guess you're grating carrots there, not chopping them. So yeah, you can Mm. work with that. We can figure it out. How about we talk about yellow cake, right? These tomahawk missiles. Yes. There you go. There we go. He uh, he finds Eric Alaniac because this movie needed Eric Alaniac, I guess, and like. You get the nudity yeah. for no reason. I mean, it's, this, it's, it's interesting because she's the only woman in the movie. Yes. Right? Yeah, I yeah. guess this was before we had. Well, we had, must have had women in the. Yeah, in, the, well, in, in the what do you call it? There, the the command center. There is a woman in the military oh, there. Right. But Who like, doesn't even have a seat at the table, dude? She's literally behind all the other <laughs> chairs. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably Seagal. None of them. <laughs> get them out of here. I want men around here. Or very proud that the crew of the USS Missouri is a very diverse... No, no, no. No, 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 not for my movie, motherfucker. (laughs) Making some changes to the script. (laughs) But, like, she wakes up, like, you know, hopped up on Dramamine, and the music starts going, and she starts, like, dancing nakedly. But there's, like, dead people she's dead. Like, it's it's a very creep... Like, you would see immediately, like, oh, fuck... Not to mention all of the gunfire you had to avert. It's a dead man's party. (laughs) You would literally smell the death. Yes, exactly. There's so many dead bodies in this room. But doesn't it take some time, right? Like a fresh kill probably just smells fine. I mean, it's been an hour, Eric. A fresh kill probably smells just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, if you you stumble upon a a body that's been an hour dead, do you really think you're smelling? Maybe the shit that comes out of it, right? Oh, right, already. (laughs) And then the... 
Does anyone know what 21 grams smells like? <laughs> well, no, you wouldn't smell it because it's left already, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, but you know, th- now we're like sort of team. She like goes through her whole thing of like, oh my god, you know, I was hired to do this thing. My favorite line of this movie is Steven Seagal. She does this whole spiel. He goes, "What kind of babbling bullshit is this? <laughs> Which what is, is this so babbling good. bullshit?" Okay, that wasn't in the script, but it was pretty good, so we're gonna keep it. <laughs> It's great because it's like this real meta response. Like he's talking about the whole yes. script. Yes. It's awesome. But he didn't understand that. No, no. Steven no. Siegel did not understand that. <laughs> yeah, tell that story, by the way. Oh, so, so Steven Seagal, the, the reason that it's Seagal and not Siegel, how it's supposed to be said, he went to an art exhibit. Which is already just wild. stunning wild news. stuff. Wait, wait, did he buy this story from someone? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought, I thought this was a capital E, capital A erotic art exhibit. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, he, he went to a Chagall retrospective. He's like, I like that. I'm just going to say my name like that now. Seagull. <laughs> Chagall Seagull. And it worked. It worked, I guess. It's still just stunning that he went to an art exhibit. <laughs> yeah. He must have been lost. <laughs> uh, but so, like... Now they're sort of teaming up, and they have... It's really weird, because they have, like, no sexual or romantic chemistry whatsoever. They don't even have buddy chemistry. Well, it's outrageous. They have her dressed like she's part of the sandlot for a lot of (laughs) people. Dude, this backwards hat? Yeah, you gotta look like a baby. You understand? (laughs) Until you kill somebody, then you're not a baby anymore. But until then, you're a baby. What do you mean? You're a Playboy model and you've never killed anybody? <laughs> baby. 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 I mean, they do. It's like they have this garbage, it happened one night scene where like he puts her in a locker and she starts screaming. And he's like, why are you doing that? I mean, Steven Seagal putting a woman in a locker is just like, that's a little too uh, close who, for old man. Well, it's better than locking him in his basement or whatever the yeah, fuck exactly. that story was yes, about. Yes. And those were stories he didn't buy. Yeah. <laughs> no, actual those, yeah. those are stories he couldn't give away, dude. <laughs> Come on, 50 cents, 50 cents, take this story. I mean, it's that, yeah, he's, but he's living in Russia because he uh, is upset with the government, not because he's wanted on a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was Steve. Remember Steven Seagal, Lawman? Yes. And he cosplayed as a cop and walked around. Dude, that is one of the craziest things because that was a like a an American television production that just filmed illegal activity <laughs> and presented it as entertainment. He's like cuffing dudes, <laughs> kicking doors down, the- and it's all under the guise of like whatever Joe Arpaio douchebag oh. sheriff like benighted this guy, like made him a deputy or something. It was Joe Arpaio. No fucking way! Was it? Yes, of course it was. That dude sucks shit. Is that guy dead yet? I don't know. No, he's still still kicking around. God, where's the fucking coronary ferry for that guy? (laughs) (laughs) He'll be president soon. Now he smells... Right after he dies, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Well, you, oh, if you smell wait, before wait, wait. you die, you smell after you die. I gotta say, it does not apply to Grampy's. When, sure. when a Grampy dies, Fair. it's ripe immediately. Gotcha. Because that was, it overstayed its welcome or whatever. <laughs> sure. And it's just ripe as fuck. What, they just like shrivel up like they chose the wrong cup? Yeah, yeah dude. It's gnarly. Is it Indiana Jones and the it, Last it, Crusade yeah. joke, ah, ladies and gentlemen? There it is. 
I like a movie where the Grim Reaper is in the middle of an action movie. Like he's just it's it's, it's this movie, but there's like literally like a William Sadler esque Grim Reaper well, going from like fuck. I gotta go back to that ship. Another person died. Well, I don't think you're gonna get better than Last Action Hero. Oh, I think that's you true. Give yeah, that's right a good now. point. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Ah, damn it. But Sadler in this movie, in some capacity, speaking of Die Hard too. Like, again, oh, yeah. that the air horn would go off. You can't have Sadler in here. That's true. You gotta have William Sadler in this movie. He's gotta have his pants on. <laughs> Wait, you're stealing from the second one now? Okay. Well, no one saw that, so we're good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's just doing, you know, they're both going together. She is just like, exci- like it's one of those things where like, I don't know, if I saw someone kill someone, I'd throw up. But she's like, yeah, get him. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that guy used to be alive. You shot him and now he's dead. You watch yeah. his twenty-one grams sail right <laughs> off this exactly. boat. I mean, it was a you know this this fellow was born little baby, cherished by yeah, his totally. parents, breastfed or not, raised up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Through, through. We, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't we don't know. Are you telling me the plot to Boyhood? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying someone loved every one of these terrorists. True. <laughs> we should take a moment for all of them. We should. I think. I do love, there's a great, it might be my favorite line in the movie where she, the, we're still at the locked in the closet thing, I, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Sure. She says something like, oh, I don't like being locked in, in tight space or something like that. And he goes, yeah, well, do you like being dead? <laughs> uh, like, I, well, I guess face between the two, getting stuffed in a locker or dying. Yeah, she hasn't sure. tried it yet. <laughs> How could she decide? It's a real binary choice, a one or a yeah. zero. Do you like this or you like being fucking dead? <laughs> I mean, if you spend a lot of time around uh, Steven Seagal, yeah. I mean, it becomes a harder choice. Yeah, there. that's his, That's how he asks ladies out. Actually, there is. There's an almost bigger <laughs> LOL, like in that same scene where she. It's something about like her holding a gun or something like that, and she is offended by what he says, and he goes, uh, "Oh, what are you talking about? I support women's lib," and I was like, "The fuck you do." <laughs> Look at this cast, the fuck you do. Oh, no, I, I meant women's lips. <laughs> By the I way, support lips. <laughs> she asks him, like, like there, he finally finds her. She's, she was almost killed. And, and she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm just a lowly cook. He's like yes. throwing himself a pity party it, in the I middle get, of this. I'm just a cook. It's not like I almost killed several world leaders. <laughs> no, 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 just a cook. Mm-mm-mm. He gets off on it, man. Oh, I'm just a lowly cook. Oh. And like, what, this lady is like screaming. You don't want to tell her, yeah, yeah, I can kill a bunch, a hundred people. Yes. Don't worry, I got this. This is fine. It does wind up leading to his most boss line of the entire film, though, where like he weigh, you know, lays waste to a ton of dudes or whatever. And she's like, I thought you said you were just a cook. And he like cocks a gun or some shit. And he just goes, yeah, I also cook. <laughs> and I was like, smells like a trailer line yeah, to me. It it sounds like I it. like that. Uh, meanwhile, yes, we find out the uh, the whole army is looking as like, oh, well, Casey Ryback's there. That He'll take care of everything, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, did you say Casey Ryback? He's the greatest we got. Where's he been? <laughs> People, like, out of nowhere, like, walking in from other rooms, did you say Casey Ryback? Oh, I love that guy. It is awesome. Like, the one commander, like, says the admiral or whatever, um, excuse me, do you, do you know about Casey Ryback? And the guy's like, shit, yeah, I do. <laughs> He's on that phone. We're saved. There's only one person in the Navy we respect more than Casey Ryback, and that is Q-Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Find out what adventures he's up to this fall on Fox. Q-Ball, the show. If Q-Ball wasn't already detained, that ship would be free. <laughs> 
Ernie Hudson and whatever actor plays cue ball tonight <laughs> on cue ball. Dude, yeah, more roles for Ernie Hudson, man. Please. Had a, I'll tell you what. Man. I'll tell you what. One of our, like, fave pastimes when we're on the road, you know, is uh, hotel TV. Right, because you are just beholden to whatever is broadcast on this garbage television system, right? Had Ghostbusters 2 on this afternoon. I'll tell you right now. In that courtroom scene, why does Ernie Hudson not participate in the busting? (laughs) It's fucked up. He's a second-class Ghostbuster, and I don't like it. Uh, I do not like it. It's disgusting, and I'll tell you right now. Because he's in this new one, this fucking afterlife nonsense. Yeah, yeah. The only reason he's there is because Ramus is dead. I yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> he better Not be the busted. fact that he's the best Ghostbuster they ever had, but because one of the other ones who played a Ghostbuster is six feet deep. If you have people in the movie, they should be busting. Yeah, totally. You know, like, Boathard didn't have that problem. Everyone in that movie... <laughs> Seem to be busted. Carl Hungus, the rest <laughs> of them. I gotta, I gotta track down a copy of Bo- Boathard. Uh, I really do. Uh, Stunningly, it was only released on VHS. Oh, it's real. <laughs> but worth a peep. <laughs> no Maybe problem. something for the trailer game, yeah, dude. Exactly. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> game Master's Clue. This pizza man. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's a sausage pizza. Yes, <laughs> of course it is. Yes. Uh, but so, you know, he's just dieharding around. Like, let's, be, let's, let's call it what it is. He's dieharding around. Absolutely. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is pissed because uh, they find out in his file that he's a Navy SEAL, you know, and that's All a right, big deal. It was in the, uh, pr- in the captain's like, private, private files. Yeah, and this yeah. is like, it's, it's like knock four against Busey and the job that he's done to prepare for this terrorist attack. And he's like, it's because it was in the captain's secret safe. <laughs> and like, by the way, he has been like walking around like, I'm the captain now. La dee da. Yes. Like, just like, I'm the captain. Did I tell you I'm the captain now? I shot the other captain. Well, when the captain is dead and, like, literally the ship's been taken over, no one's the captain. Yeah. But no, I am. No, it's very important that you know I am the goddamn captain. <laughs> well, I think if, like, a terrorist cell takes over the ship, the captain is whoever they want it to be. It's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, if, if, if a terrorist takes over a Burger King, he doesn't become the manager. <laughs> you got to go through training. That, you no, need to do corporate training. <laughs> Die hard in a Burger King. Oh, I like yeah. this. Ooh, good, shit. Yeah, does Michael Douglas become it in Falling Down? Does he take over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, is he the guy? Yeah, I got a real whopper for you. <laughs> Douglas. <laughs> got, got throat cancer for going down on my wife. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. I, 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 just he say I used to smoke. It's the only way you can really brag about having throat cancer. Yeah. He found a way to do it. God bless him. <laughs> You just love him because he gave you a drunk high five that one he time. He did, he did. Well, we were at a Marvel screening of Ant-Man. We did. And, and uh, Michael Douglas gave me, of all people, a high five. All right, well, for two reasons. One, you were, or three. One, you were sitting on the aisle. Yep. Two, you extended your hand like so. Yep. And three, he was wasted. <laughs> Great hand. He yeah, gives, like moisturizer if, or what? I think so. If he, nice. he, if he gives hand that good, the fucking head he would give would be out of sight, <laughs> out of sight. So you think it's worth the trouble? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. God, I'm just curious. Now, yeah, I got uh, hand cancer, and I got it by. <laughs> 
It was just a really dumb thing for him Very to say. Very silly. Uh, Great but, So they're like, they're like, they're also like on top of terrorist attacking, they're doing like steel work within this boat. Yes. Because they're retrofitting the system to sneak the warheads off the battleship. And there's this moment where Tommy Lee Jones is like, ah, oh, so Gary Busey, what are you going to do with your $200 million? And he's like, I'm going to buy the presidency. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones, he doesn't say anything. This is great. He doesn't say anything. The camera holds on him, and the look is like, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, just look at you. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're going to need at least $8 million before you get that, Jack. <laughs> Two million ain't going to do it. I beat you to it. <laughs> Uh, but so whatever like now we're like doing an auction for the missiles and like he's just talking on the phone to Francois it's like the most basic like from every country you imagine it's Francois from France it's Luigi from Italy what what would Francois want to blow up a vineyard he he didn't like or something I guess he would threaten to blow up that vineyard and get get the money back it's it's Muhammad from the Middle East (laughs) yeah totally not not expounding anymore yeah. No. no, no, and uh, yeah, there's some more action. He blows a uh, Seagal blows up a helicopter. That's massive pretty- diehard. This is where I was like, did no one at 20th Century Fox see this see this movie? Because the lawsuit is right there, ladies and gentlemen. Not only is it a helicopter exploding, Steven Seagal jumps off the boat, holding a thing, and yeah. slams against the side of the boat. The like- guy, the the diehard uh, guy, was was sick that day. Oh. Just- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, fuck. There should have been an air horn during that scene. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're like, oh, he's sick. Let's do the whole diehard thing. Only today. Take no. your shoes up. Steven, take your shoes up. Take your shoes up. <laughs> Step on that glass right now. No, no, no. You see, theirs is, he, he, the, the helicopter blows up on the roof of a tower. Ours blows up on the roof of a boat. Dun, 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 dun. Anybody familiar with that Vanilla Ice explaining why yeah, he didn't yeah. plagiarize that tune? It's the best. Man, that's a great moment caught on film. Uh, to be, comes in to be fair, in Die Hard, he says, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. <laughs> because it's the captain's birthday, I wrote, happy birthday, I have a machine gun. <laughs> See? In the clear. <laughs> oh, it's such a rip, man. Uh, yeah, so that happens. And so they're like on to him now. It's like, oh, there's definitely someone on this boat messing with us. Calmini's about to blow him away at one point. Yes. And then this is Erica Laniac just shoots this dude right in the back. Well, this is around mm. when like it's like it, it becomes, like you said, too many cooks. When we free the rest of his crew and it's like an old guy, the guy who played Cannon Street Fighter, Raymond Cruz, and somebody yeah. else. Yeah, the dude who played Roger Pedactor in Ace Ventura yeah, in this dude. movie. You can spot, you can't spot that guy, but you can spot that guy's haircut yes. from a mile away. <laughs> that dude came out the womb looking like that. There's also a handsome guy that like is obsessed with Erica Laniac. That is That's Ken from Street Fighter. That is Ken from Street yeah. Fighter, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, he's a, a long-form college boy joke. Yeah. Because when they're all about to mount up and like get the guns ready, he's like, I didn't want to do this. I came here for college, yeah. which is bad, I guess. You no, know, it is. It is. The educated are cowards. Yes, Noted of cowards. course. Of course. You want, you want people as dumb as possible. Yes. <laughs> um, so whatever. He, uh, they all get together because... They're drowning all the hostages to, you know, blah, blah, blah. and It's Gary drown- Busey's, like, masterstroke. Yeah. They're like, how do we smoke this guy out? And Gary Busey devises, like, well, if we threaten to drown all of his little kitchen buddies, he's going to come out and save them, and then we got him. I appreciated the masterstroke in Boathard as well. That was a good oh, one. Yeah. Oh, totally, dude. Yeah. Scene five, specifically. <laughs> Quality masterstroke. Yeah. 
Carl uh, Hung has really nailed that you, scene. You really want them to drown in that? <laughs> oh, no. Really? Also, a lot of master strokes in the audience for Boat Hard. Too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Very good. Many of them. Yeah, Fred uh, Willard, Pee-wee Herman was, was there. there. <laughs> Fred Willard was there. Of course. You know what? Oh, here's the thing. You, that's not a R.I.P. Fred Willard. Sure. But the man didn't know how to do pornography on the internet. Yes. Like, you know what? He was an machine. I've older been trying. Gen- I've been trying. <laughs> I, I forgot he's dead. Yeah, he really came and went. <laughs> Awful. Awful stuff. That is... I'm with the come on, man. You see what we live with, yeah. ladies and gentlemen? I love the man, but, you know, he's dead. I never understand when that happens, by the way. That's a real, like, you, you get what you pay for. It. Right? Yeah, you should be totally. able to just jack off. Why You're not? in a porno theater. Well, <laughs> Someone agrees. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Look, it's Fred Willard. How do you not have an assistant to be like, well, here, I'll show you how to get pornography. Yeah, that, that's actually true. I mean, unless he was like driving right up till the end, like some of those old people. Like, <laughs> well, maybe you, had a, you should, if it's a driver, like, oh, Mr. Willard, by the way, <laughs> I know where I'm taking you. And just remember, but when you get it, you can watch the movie. Uh, it's, but it's called Brazzers, not Buzzers. <laughs> Brazzers. Well, I mean, it's like to go with my Burger King analogy from earlier. It's like going to Burger King and you start eating a hamburger. Like, hey, what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> totally. Now, who are these like U.S. Marshals assigned to the porno theaters? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, that's the other thing, right? That oh, means... Tommy Lee Jones is there. <laughs> I, uh, I was undercover is what I was. That means someone's narking far. on him. Oh, someone's yeah. narking yeah. on Fred Willard. Yeah. I think so. It's fucked up. I want a perimeter looking for cum drizzles on any trousers and with a hundred year, hundred yards. <laughs> I want every porn house. Uh, you know, it's got, but it's got to be from U.S. Marshals. Yeah. He's dressed yeah, as yeah. a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but whatever. He, uh, you know, they're. Uh, they, there's this big gunfight. There's this fun part where Erica, the Pentagon calls Casey Ryback and like uh, Erica Laniac picks up. She's like, he's in a gunfight. I'll take a message. We I have fun need, here, don't we, folks? I don't need a can I take a message yeah. joke in this movie. That kind of sucks. Well, th- this is amazing because you, you learn like, like uh, uh, well, you know, we're going to send SEAL, uh, what, SEAL Team 5. SEAL Team 5, five SEAL way, Team 5 yeah. to you, and if we don't do that, we're blowing up the fucking boat. We should have done that at first, but you're Casey Ryback, and you make the best booyah base, I guess. <laughs> well, so we're not blowing it up. Well, they don't blow it up because of the historical significance, oh, I guess. But a maniac has nuclear weapons, like, I don't know, 100 miles from America. Let's blow up that boat. Something tells me history would forgive you. Exactly. So they send in SEAL Team 5. They're on this helicopter. Right. They they use a rocket launcher from the deck to blow it up, and thus SEAL Team 6 was born. Yes. (laughs) That's how they came into being. I don't think that's how that works. (laughs) They've destroyed five of them, and now there's six. I don't know that they go one at a time, It's not a sequel. It's It's not? No, Sean. Bean's team died, I so see, now... Yeah. Well, no, that's why it's like the 00 program, yeah. right? There's like 006 floating around yeah. out there, a 008. Mm-hmm. It's not just the Bond show until he gets executed. The, the, the best part of this little phone call he takes in the middle of a gunfight is like, he's like explaining like, yeah, you're going to have to kill all these people and then we might even have to bomb you even if you do all this. He hangs up a phone. The admiral, go, this is the most old man thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, goes to another admiral and is like, those people are in trouble. <laughs> Real trouble. Uh, There's going to be a trouble on that ship. They would absolutely still blow up the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to cover this fucking up. You know what? If Casey Ryback lives, it's going to be a fu- it's going to be in the news. If 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 fucking Skrillex is all over the fucking news as like the fucking the, the guy who did all of this, you don't want that. You don't want them to have somebody to follow. Can I ask you something? What? Why'd you pick Skrillex? What's his name? 
Stanix. Oh, st- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant Skrillex no, musician. No, 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 no. Got no, it. No, no, no. Oh, I see. It was, oh, some Tommy X, Jones it was an character. X name. I forgot. I so Tommy Lee Jones is actually Skrillex? Yes. He, underneath the helmet. Got it. <laughs> I make dubstep music. <laughs> you like EDM? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm Danger Mask, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to get all these tracks. They're going trap, 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 trap. And uh, so, like, whatever, uh, the, they, they get blown up, and they realize Steven Seagal is going to sink Gary Busey's submarine, <laughs> which is not the way I want Gary Busey to go down. I want a fucking mano a mano fight. Yep, yep. absolutely. Yep. Biggest, biggest insult in this movie is Gary Busey is just, like, unceremoniously exploded on this submarine, no. not even on the main ship. No, it should have been teeth versus teeth. Yes. Just bite each right. other to death and see who fucking comes out. Finally a fight I could win. <laughs> oh, okay. you think that's a bite? Get ready for this. <laughs> you you oh, might yeah. be a great cook, but you taste better than the food you make. A chomp. Oh, you're a master of Aikido, are you? I'm a master of bat. <laughs> I'm a master of I eat you. <laughs> People chicken. People chicken. Uh, Thank yeah, yeah, you. Gary yeah. uh-huh. Busey's people chicken. Now available at Burger King because I killed the manager. <laughs> I am now the manager, motherfucker. And we're cannibals working, here. Working my way up the food chain. He uh, he just gets blown up. It's like this nice scene of like the team working together, which doesn't really matter. They're trying to they try to fix the sub because it breaks a part of the sub that makes it not be able yeah. to go underwater. Sure. Can you tell? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Can we talk about Steven Seagal when it, there's like something something he has to go into a different room. It's where they're making uh, the platform to move the missiles. And he just splits this dude in half with a fucking steel bar. Oh, and my it, God. So it rules. Oh, my God. It bifurcates this dude. It's yeah. incredible. And that is the death for Busey. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Either that or that other. So it's like the most painful room in the movie. He's, he splits up <laughs> dude with a bar. He stabs a guy in the fucking, in the armpit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, don't. You know what? <laughs> Do me a it's favor after, right here. Right whatever, here. The heart. Uh, whatever that, like, right here, if you cut someone's thigh, yeah, whatever's yeah, sure. going on there he gets that and that's like you know just let that dude bleed out at that point but then it's like six to the armpit my god this fucking hunting knife it's outrageous what did i ever do to you man like again yes you have to kill me because i'm a terrorist i get it but like a little respect i like the guy that gets sawed oh yeah saw guy well because it's like yeah he gets like the guy again that guy is down and he's like "Uh uh-uh motherfucker i'm gonna saw you in half Here's the thing. Steven Seagal knows that that like, table saw is there. Sure. And it's a table saw, by the way, that we have seen cutting these steel beams. So sharp stuff. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, yeah. But as like a final indignity, he knees him in the nuts before he pushes him <laughs> yeah, into the yeah, saw. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you can think, he just like does it like a little bit into the shoulder. You know he's like doing the math. Can I go all the way through? <laughs> I, I had the time to cut this man in half. I would have preferred a full push through. Yeah, you know, nice. I yeah. would prefer in my last moments on this earth, again, terrorist or no, not wanting to throw up. You know what I mean? Like, I'd like to just, just straight for the saw, dude. Exactly. Well, they've ruined his bouillabaisse. base. He's enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, okay? that's true. They will hurt. They yeah. will hurt now. They will know pain. <laughs> that's how I motivate myself to kill all these terrorists. I just pretend all of them ruined my bouillabaisse. base. <laughs> Elaine, there's like they start doing stuff like this is at this point uh, one one of the missiles that they fire off deafens Tommy Lee Jones and he goes full on crazy here. 
This is a weird, I don't know what he's doing in this movie after this point. Like, one of these rockets launches off, and he goes flying back. It is a pretty great effect. Sure. Tom Lee Jones, like, sliding across the deck of this ship and and whatnot. But, yeah, now he's just, like, before it, you can see, when you watch this performance, like, oh, this is kind of the same stuff that he was channeling when he played Two-Face a few years later, right? In Batman Forever, right? He goes full Two-Face in this movie right after that point, but he doesn't have a fucked up face. His ear's just bleeding. That's like the only effect you have. I, I, I will say I do appreciate that they do keep with it, though. An injury like that on Jason Momoa, he's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, that's true. My ears are fine. <laughs> uh, but so now he's gone full crazy, and this is when he's going to nuke Honolulu. Um, and it's really sure. exciting for him. And again, uh, I think one of the guys in the Pentagon was like, we'll just blame that Casey Ryback. And I'm like, okay, great, but Honolulu is in cinders and on your watch. So I guess the idea is like the CIA doesn't want to admit that Tommy Lee Jones was trained by them and took over this thing. So we would say this disgraced Navy SEAL who is now a cook took over the ship and nuked. A million people. Well, I assume they would make up some story for Casey Ryback, like uh, he was a secret terrorist as well, and uh, he was a, he was sure. terroristing to terrorists. Dangerous loner. Exactly. Mm. Something like that. And yeah. you could probably toss Busey into that, too. Oh, sure. sure. You don't want anybody to know about Tommy Lee Jones, because those are like secret programs, but like Gary Busey, he's like a publicly facing military officer. You know, you and throw him under the bus. <laughs> it, it, it was a double cross on a double cross. Anyway, CIA good. Shut up. <laughs> Goodbye. A large tooth man nuked, nuked Honolulu this week. We found their corpses biting into each other. Uh, but Somewhere around here is a great kill that we were saying earlier today. This could have gone to Busey. Yes. There's like some no-name guy that Steven Seagal like punches in the stomach and then rips his throat yeah. out of oh, his body. Rip. Roadhouse special. So good. Oh my God, it's beautiful. I do like that in movies, like that only happens once because even as you're doing it, it's got to gross you out. You've got to go, ah, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's why you can't think about the actual mechanics of such a sure. movie. Sure. Because when you do, good God. <laughs> so uh, what do you do with the throat skin afterwards? I'm just, I'm just asking. Oh, I, I, I cook it. I cook it. <laughs> oh. it's a, yeah, it's the start of a dish. Your Canadian throat's bacon. underbaked. <laughs> This throat's going to be some Canadian bacon. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, actually. Mmm, um, <laughs> terrorist throat. Yeah. Um, I mean, human flesh has to be good. It's probably pretty okay. I love how you're so confident in that. <laughs> I, it has to be. Because they're my favorite animal. <laughs> That's very sweet, Eric, actually. Thank you. He, uh, this is when, I mean, this is basically the big showdown between him and Tommy Lee Jones, pretty much, right? Oh, my God, one of the greatest fights in film history. If only this could go 25 minutes. Like, if you made this as long as the fight in They Live. Yes. Oh, oh sweet day. Oh, just, oh, sweet day. There's suddenly just a garbage can there. <laughs> they're smashing each other with it. It'd be fucking great. It's awesome, man. I, I just love a knife fight. I'm just, I, whenever a knife fight happens in a movie, I'm stopping everything. I'm like, hello, knife fight. Hi there. But it's also, it's such a rare, like, Steven Seagal, sure, whatever. There's probably, like, 45 knife fights in his filmography. A Tommy Lee Jones yes. opponent in a knife fight, pretty rad. At least two, because he's also in that movie, The Hunted. Hunted. Where he's, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Friedkin joint. It's Friedkin and, uh, or uh, Friedkin directed, it's him and Del Toro? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah, slept through that in theaters. <laughs> well, you fucking missed the knife fight, dude. No, I saw Wake the up. knife fight. I was there for the knife okay, fight. Okay, cool. I wasn't there for the first 55 minutes. <laughs> 
And a knife fight in the woods? Even better. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> any, any movie has a knife fight, I'm having a good time. So yeah, all these like old dudes are like killing people, which is kind of great. He gets like this this guy who is like he says that he was like a, a gunner in World yeah. War II to start. And I, you know, here's the thing: a bunch of old timers like getting back in the saddle, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty awesome. They are delighted to be taking but, lives well, again. I could, yeah, I could take more souls with me to hell. <laughs> I, I mean, like I just kind of wanted to see a few uh, like they're in the middle of a fucking terrorist raid, and it, like no, none of these old guys are like. <laughs> Whoa, Dude, okay. yeah, Roger Predactor should have to sit down at one point. <laughs> but oh, the thing that we learn, and again, it's it's totally like mentioned and then glossed over completely. And it is an interesting detail is that apparently Seagal served under Tommy Lee Jones. Well, they that, see him, and it's like he says something about like, "Oh, I didn't expect to see you here" or whatever. And yeah. he's like, "That's right, sir." And I was like, "Oh, commanding officer situation? Is it that kind of a sir? Or is it just like?" Uh, like a real asshole, like, hey, sir. We really don't know, right? Did he help take the sub? Which <laughs> <laughs> is like three months ago. Yeah. I was in a different place then. <laughs> now I'm a cook. Oh, that's right. Tommy Lee Jones was hired by our own government to like decommission North Korea trying to rebuild a French submarine, and he just stole it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, they're, they're like, why? The, 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 at the Pentagon, they're like, so would this guy know how to take over a battleship? And the guy's like, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> He is a battleship specialist. That's actually all he's done for us, is yeah, just take over battleships. Formal title is Battleship Thief. <laughs> if you heard of the Red October, that was him. So, uh, but yeah, they have this yeah. like, weird um, back and forth about what it is to serve in the military. And, like, uh, Seagal, not the best actor, he's like, we're all just puppets of the same sick play. You know, like, we're oh. not so different, you and I. <laughs> yeah, like, What's okay. the next cue card say? What's the next cue card say? <laughs> it's something about like, yeah, we all serve the same master or something and like that. And he's cruel and ungrateful, and I hate America just as much as you. <laughs> and it was a weird, I was like, are you talking about George H.W. Bush right here? <laughs> it's either that or just like Uncle Sam on the whole. I, yeah. It's a weird line, but they hate somebody. They do. H.W.'s cruel, man. <laughs> Come on, Tommy Lee Jones. Maybe we can get you a deal. A deal. Maybe we could get you a deal. Hey, that, Poppy, Steven Seagal's talking smack about you in the movie. I'm going to call Cut. That guy's got to move fucking faster with the cue cards. I'll break it. I'll rip his throat. When the oh. card is over, flip that shit. Oh, flip it faster. Man. You're making me look like an asshole. Oh, man, I love this part of the movie. This is my Bill Clinton that doesn't work. Oh, wow. Oh, I thought it was Tommy Lee Jones. Searching, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter, no. folks. This is a podcast. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah. I hope you know that. <laughs> it just hurts you can see us do this. You know, uh. it's, it's, it's much nicer when it's just a, there's a barrier. Yeah, here. you can close your eyes and it'll make you feel like you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel like you're washing the dishes. Yeah. The big hologram face was supposed to be here out this whole time. We were supposed to be back there. Mm-hmm. But uh, greatest death of all time, or oof. one of the. It's it's like in my top ten movie deaths. I think Tommy Lee Jones. Man, is this awesome. Ooh, baby. This is like a fake head, right? Like, there's like a... Oh, sure. It's totally. Not, it's right first, out of the prowler. Oh, yes. The eye first. Yes, he, he does the, the thumb in the eye. You know what's more boss first, though? Like, he's... Tommy Jones has his, like, butcher knife. He's ready to Michael Myers the shit out of Seagal right here. Steven Seagal takes this knife in his own mouth. <laughs> yes. And like like a dog, like just, rah, just like rips it out of his hand, and then the eyeball, and then the knife to the head, and the final disgrace of being thrown through a television monitor. My God, that's awesome! It, it's, 
You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I got them by biting a knife one time. Truly a sampler platter of, oh, yes. of a death. Just you get all the good stuff. It is really, dude, yeah, the mozzarella sticks, the potato skins, <laughs> the jalapeno poppers, they're all there in to, that phenomenal. death. To Eric's point, though, I do want whatever dummy that they made for Tommy Lee Jones' oh, yep, head. Yep. Yeah. I that, would pay like fucking 20 grand for that. Yeah, well, good luck, man. That's at the Charlotte Planet Hollywood, man. <laughs> got that fake Tommy Lee Jones head. Someone stole the knife, though, so it's just a weird Tommy Lee Jones head with a hole in it, man. <laughs> Do you think Memorabilia. I would make I would make any trip to see that and any planet Hollywood to see that head. Did you guys ever get one of those fucking things when they were around? No, Charlotte never had Charlotte one. Never. Huh? Nah, that's too the, bad. Myrtle Beach. I went to that Myrtle Beach one number of times. Uh, I'll tell you what. Nude Sylvester Stallone frozen in jelly as you walked into the restaurant. Well, well, you, you, look, you want to make people hungry. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, man. I look up at my own naked body frozen in jelly and I think, mmm, spicy chicken sandwich I, I, immediately. I told you, human flesh. It's got to be good. Yeah, they, just, they just look up at him like, did they serve cake here? <laughs> you know what? I was always pissed off that they never asked me to be an investor in Planet Hollywood. I'm going to call up Jackie Chan and Dolph Lundgren and do Galaxy Hollywood. That's even better. I think, Jackie, I think Jackie was involved in playing Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because yeah. uh, there is a great, I think it's somewhere, there's a fabulous photograph uh-huh. of legendary action star Jackie Chan wearing like a Planet Hollywood Hawaiian shirt nice. to some ribbon-cutting horse <laughs> shit. Oh, it's a great picture. They didn't, like, I- they didn't like my idea for Dungeon Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I really pushed it. Arnold wasn't into it. Look, it's one of my sex dungeons. It's in a basement, but it's got a bunch of memorabilia everywhere, man. So we'd have to go down the list for Galaxy Hollywood. It'd be like Dudikoff or oh, something. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Now dude. it's just not even a restaurant. <laughs> no, it's just like, so it's a knife and it's from what movie? I don't know what that is. <laughs> so it's just a knife. Okay. Maybe we get that Liam Neeson kid. Maybe he'll be an action star someday. Who oh, knows? cool. Your sweaty t-shirt from American Ninja 4. That's great. <laughs> Liam Neeson's wardrobe from Crow. Oh, there we go. So this movie's just about oh, was, was Liam Neeson in Crawl? Is that what you just said? Yeah, he yeah. Is. trust me. Yeah, he oh, he's in Crawl. <laughs> I, I have. He's definitely in Crawl. My I've God, Crawl a bit. Yeah, he, he's yeah. young. <laughs> we we end with it, Cue Ball is released from prison. Thank Cue God. Ball, Cue Ball, Cue Ball, Cue Ball. <laughs> Coming up this fall, it's Cue Ball. Find out what happened after he got released from that closet or whatever. <laughs> And he's like, hey, man, you want me to do a move? And he's like, I'll show you a move. I'm going to forcibly make out with Erica Eleniak. And she has no idea it's happening. Dude, that was what you call a Seagal surprise, my friends. He they, they, just it, grabs her by the back of the head. And like, what is? He, oh, he, oh yeah, show us some of the moves. Here's one move. <laughs> wow, the gall of that guy. Seagull. I mean, yeah, but, and I mean, she makes a face like she just licked the bathroom floor. <laughs> you can see fucking... this poor woman swallowing vomit, and she's like, "Why did I ever leave Baywatch?" <laughs> Ooh, sexy. <sighs> Even Hasselhoff never pulled that shit. They they clearly become an item because she's also at the captain's funeral. Dude, this tacked oh. on. Everybody's got a different haircut. <laughs> fucking funeral scene. Get out of town with this. It's awful. I mean, the only thing is, like, you realize, like, Casey Ryback has indeed grown as a character. Like, this is some great screenwriting here. This is. Because he's wearing the dress uniform, uh, right? The, the, the dress mm-hmm. uniform that he poo-pooed at the beginning of the film. The captain is now murdered. Yeah. 
He's yeah. going to put on the uniform. And I got to say, Steven Seagal in this dress uniform, not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. 1992 Seagal? If, it's I all right. That, if I had that many ribbons, I'd wear them to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the captain said. I mean, to him he, this was way before he started wearing like only designer parachutes as his. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been bad. He's been widening for quite some time yeah, now. I don't even think he's been getting fat. It's just wide. It's but think about the force that that can bring. Oh, Unbelievable! Yeah. You can't do a fucking something. Yeah. There was something. I think. <laughs> so, you know what, dude? You know what? Hey, I got nothing else. Excellent. Well, there was a thing. There was some video that got passed around, and it was like a he's still got it. And Steven Seagal like kicking some tiny guy over, and yeah, I was yeah. like, well, of course he's still tall. Like what? Got what? A he's, foot? He's just going to the Russian Safeway kicking people. Yeah. He's still got it. You know, if he's listening to this, I just want to let him know. Come back. Yeah. Come back to the United States. Well, we States. should mention All's briefly, forgiven. I mean, they're talking about this like reboot that like literally just got announced a couple days ago. Because of this show, everyone was so high. <laughs> yeah, Did exactly they get Tom what? Hanks back? <laughs> no, not Captain Phillips, you oh, see. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Under Siege, the film oh, we've been okay. speaking oh, about okay. for an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, but if, like, Seagal isn't involved... I mean, it's not like Casey Ryback is, like, Indiana no. Jones. Who gives a shit? No. Like, you're just going to make a different movie. Just make an action movie with whoever is going to play him, preferably not Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, you, know. so you, could just, <laughs> you could just set a movie on the boat without paying rights for it. You know? Exactly. Well, that, that was a canny thing. They didn't make Casey Ryback Italian, so Chris Pratt won't play him. Okay. Oh, But you could rip off Die Hard any way you want, dude. You didn't have to, like, call it the other Die Hard ripoff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is the end of the film Under Siege, everybody. <laughs> Uh, so we are going to have to wrap it here, but uh, we want to thank uh, you all for coming out very much. Give yourselves a round of thank applause. Thank you, guys, really. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. We've had, uh, we all collectively as a human society have had a really shit-ass 20 months. Uh, so we just want to try to send as much positivity out your way and all that good stuff. Big thanks to the Comedy Zone for having us, of course. Hey guys. Uh, I know all of y'all have been closing out your tabs and whatnot. Tip generously and tip often. Of course, these people are working their asses off while we come up here and just spew this uh, nonsense for 90 minutes. A big thanks to them for having us. But yeah, of course... Babbling bullshit. Yeah, that's right. You're doing a bunch of babbling bullshit. Babbling bullshit. Babbling bullshit. Boo your What is... What? <laughs> Bullshit bullion What is this, our iTunes reviews? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bullshit bullion base. Mm. I will say, though, you, you may know. Uh, I was actually asked this question really quickly. Oh, yeah. Has anyone seen us live before? <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. So you folks know, maybe new to some of y'all. Uh, we'd like to end this with just uh, a couple of notations from the greatest place to find intelligent, grounded yeah. film writing mm. on the internet. The IMDb user review section. So we got a couple here to read for you this evening. Uh, the first one up. <clears throat> 10 out of 10 stars. Subject line, best movie ever? <laughs> Written huh. by L. Asshole. Or L. Asshole? Wait, I don't know. Wait, no, it's the name actually L. Asshole? No, no. L. Dot Asshole? E-L-A-S-S-L-5. Oh, L- okay. oh, right. yeah, actually, I don't know. If it was actually L. Asshole, I would have been impressed. Nah. Uh, I think that's one of the stars of Boathard. <laughs> <laughs> my oh favorite. my God, they got L. Asshole for <laughs> Boathard? Uh, posted to the internet March the 10th, 2008. <clears throat> I was listening to my Depeche Mode. <laughs> Fuck yes, by the way. Yeah, great band, but what? My Depeche yeah. Mode. 
Are they locked in the basement, Seagal <laughs> style? I've Keep kidnapped. playing! I'm the violator now. Reach out and rip throats. Boom, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, uh, my Depeche Mode. When my friend came into my apartment and threw a laser disc of Under Siege in my face. Dude, this now, fucking rules. Ha- but hang get, on, hang on. Just hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. A friend is barging into an apartment with a laser disc. What year? 2008. <laughs> wow. And the guy must have said, the fuck am I going to do with this? First of all, you're not writing in the New Yorker. It's the fucking IMDb News Review. Yeah. You don't need to like start with setting the scene. Dude, it's like recipe blogs. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what your grandmother did. Tell me how to make this chicken. Yes. He threw me the laser dicks, and then I uh, incorrectly tried to put it on my turntable. And, uh, <laughs> it didn't really work. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, quote, dude, you've got to watch this. <laughs> And Absolutely. this is the insane part. I put it in. Yeah, of this course. guy just had a laser disc deck in 2008 that he could just put something. It wasn't like I had to go to my garage. I had to get the dust off of this box, hook mm-hmm. this stupid thing up. No, no, no. I put it in. Coming up after the game, laser disc buddies, the new sitcom. <laughs> Brian's got a laser disc of Under Siege. Laserdisc buddies already canceled, but we are playing the episodes nonetheless. We are contractually obligated to play everything that they shot. Uh, so it gets weirder. Okay. okay. Dude, you've got to watch this. I put it in, turned off my People Are People cassette tape. <laughs> Woo! By the way, you said I put it in so much, which actually was the most popular line in Boathard. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was this, was he I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep saying that till people leave. Okay. <laughs> was this? Uh, did this take place on Doc Brown's fucking uh, time traveling train? The fucking cassette tape, the laser disc, and then Abraham Lincoln was like, "Cool, <laughs> Marty, uh, we gotta watch Under Siege on laser disc." <laughs> what is Seagal become an asshole or something? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes, he does, Marty. Moving on. <laughs> Much worse, Marty. Uh, he's a traitor to our people, Marty. Uh, cassette tape. I, and, and sat down for what I call, quote, the second coming of movie Jesus. All right, all right. The first coming being Die Hard. Ah, uh, well. After this film, I asked my friend to help me to the bathroom, and this guy has to what? be facetious. It had, he's fucking around. He's okay. fucking around. Well, okay. I think he baited me. Did he get hit by a trank dart? What help me to the bathroom because I had just soiled my leather pants. Uh, okay. All right. This is the kind of movie that makes you absolutely sure that God exists <laughs> and that he is in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Watch it. It's what Dave Gahan would do. Who? He's the dude that sings. He's in Depeche Mode. I imagine somebody reading the street would be like, I don't know about this movie, but this Depeche Mode band sounds pretty good. <laughs> Maybe we'd try them. Spin a couple of them songs. <laughs> Fuck the movies. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got uh, one more here for you this evening. This is a much shorter one. Uh, one out of ten stars. Subject line, disgusting. <laughs> By Megan 1858-4, written, written May the 4th, 2021. Wow. Damn. So instead of watching Star Wars on May the 4th, Megan's watching Under Siege for the first time. You know, honestly, maybe it's a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> they lost me. What a disgusting movie. 
I thought I was going to watch a war movie. <laughs> Which has all these beautiful deaths everywhere where like kids get mutilated all over the place. See, but war, it's, it, it feels justified for people. But sure. this, I don't know, it's a little much. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to watch a war movie. But instead, this movie is for disgusting men. We are Weed Hate Movies from New York City, everybody. Thank, Thank you, you so guys. much for coming Thank you very out. Much. Thank we'll you. see you Bye. next time, Charlotte. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.